Sunday, April 30th, then you cannot slay the giant, and that would be me in the podcast league. I am 4 0. <laughs> I am psyched about it. Welcome, everyone. I just wanted to get that out there in the first 10 seconds. We are getting ready for Fantasy Week 5. First pitch is at 12.40 Eastern today, so I hope you have your lineup set. We won't do too much lineup stuff this week, um, you know, for this week, but we'll go through a lot. Bryce Harper's up. Mike Trout is up. Oh, man, I got lucky picking up Trout yeah, last that was, week, that right? That was very good timing at Amazer. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Scott? I'm doing all right. That's... I didn't pick up. Mike Trout, though, and I think I kind of poo-pooed your move there. Not, well, you just Thursday. said it's going to be a little while. And we I thought, thought it was going to be a little while. I, th- I thought we'd have a little more warning. I yeah. just, I just, uh, you know, I was, I was watching NFL draft stuff over the weekend, and I see out the bottom line, oh, Bryce Harper's coming up. What? Where did that come from? And I don't even know how I found out Mike Trout came up, but I was, I was not expecting it. Safe to say. How about you, Nando? Caught you by uh, surprise? Yeah, I was actually, Scott and I had, had disagreements about when Bryce Harper was coming up. You said early in the season. You had said like May, June. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, no, not till September. They're going to be good. They don't need him. Yeah. So, Scott, I, I, I bow down to you today, man. You, <laughs> I don't think you knew it was this early, but you knew. No, I didn't know. Question is, is he going to stay Yeah, up? Scott Boris is running around, so he's going to go down. Well, yeah. we'll see. Come we'll on. see. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Got to do the stats of the day first. Stat of the day number one, the Marlins are batting 169 against lefties. What is wrong with the Marlins right now? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. And, and this is something that was an issue for me just setting my lineup in the podcast league this week because Logan Morrison is killing me. And, and you look at his numbers, and Logan Morrison's not doing half bad. It's Yeah, just, I know. <laughs> there's no RBI. There's no runs scored. Uh, the guys in front of him are, are playing so poorly. The top three in that lineup right now, Bonifacio, Reyes, and Hanley. Oh, awful. And it's weird that it's happening against lefties. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Yeah, I, I, just, I just see it as an early season aberration. Giancarlo Stanton hit his first home run yesterday. So, you know, maybe if he gets going, that'll, that'll kind of get everyone else going. But, yeah, Jose Reyes off to a bad start. Emilio Bonifacio, after his great start, is down to like 240 now. Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, if, with them all cold at the same time, I think there's a good chance they could all just get hot at the same time and be scoring 10 runs a game for a few days and, and everyone will forget about it. The bulky knees are coming around on Stanton and Morrison. Would you start Stanton this week? Yeah, of course. Stat of the day number two, Willie Bloomquist is 18 for 39 lifetime against Mark Burley. And you're going to get that matchup today. That's the early game, the 1240 game. So if you're in a daily league... Um, and, you know, Bloomquist could be an option there. Stat of the day number three, Jay Bruce has a home run in four consecutive games. That's one short of the Cincinnati record. What do you think about Jay Bruce, Nando? Good for, good for him, man. This is how you get those numbers back up to where they need to be. It was like what Dan Ugla did the second half of last year. Okay. Could he have a huge year? or just? Oh, I think he'd have a huge year. Yeah. You remember Bruce last May? who was no. NL Player of the Month, hit like 15 homers. Oh, yes. And <laughs> yes. Uh, that was after he hit like, 15 homers in the last six weeks of the previous season. So he goes through stretches like this. I, I'm not about to predict a career season. He's just being Jay Bruce. Fellas, are the Angels done? Let's talk a little <laughs> baseball here before we get into the call-ups. And we can bring Mike Trout into this. As Trout was called up and he's leading off and struggling over the weekend. But obviously, sh- small sample. The Angels are 7-15. and They are nine games out of first place. They are... 
Uh, only the Padres are further back at a first place, nine and a half games behind the Dodgers. And I think we would say the Padres are done. <laughs> <laughs> the Angels are five and a half games back of the second wild card, which would be the Yankees right now. Not only are they done. No, I don't think their pitching's way too good, and Albert Pujols hasn't gotten hot yet, and they haven't figured out where to put Mark Trumbo every day. I think it'll all take care of itself. Do you think they'll make the playoffs? Only five and a half out of the second wild card. That's a lot. <laughs> the Red Sox lost that in like two weeks last but, year. But there right. are a lot of teams there that they have to join. And I did think the Red Sox were kind of done, and now I feel like an idiot for that. But <laughs> what do you think about the Angels? There's so many games to play, and, and I agree with what Nando said about their pitching staff. I still feel like they're starting five is the best in baseball, mostly because of the starting four. But uh, and, and really, they haven't, they haven't dropped the ball here. Weaver, Heron, C.J. Wilson, they're all pitching well. Irvin Santana is kind of off to a rocky start, but he did have a good start Sunday, and, and I feel like he's still going to turn his season around. So it's mostly about that lineup. And once Pujols gets going, which I think everyone assumes he will, then that's going to make that's going to ease everything up for the rest of the lineup. Can we agree they are not going to win the division? I I'm not ready to oh, say I'm not nine, ready to I'm with to Scott. I'm with nine Scott. games so against what? the Rangers here. Dude, the Rangers, everyone gets hurt on the Rangers apparently. Well, that's true. Josh <laughs> Hamilton uh, <laughs> Their pitching bit of staff right I don't now. think is as good as people are, are giving it credit for. I kind of also agree with that, but nine games yes. and they are really good and they are so hard to beat you at chip home. Chip away two games a month. That's going to be tough. And you're there by August. Fine. Let's go to the call-ups here. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to look at these call-ups. We're going to look at uh, a lot of pitchers who are having great starts and, and talk about how legit they are. Three up, three down, rotation, updates on closer situations, and a lot of injuries. And then your emails at fantasybaseball at cbsinteractive.com. Put podcast in the subject line. Follow us on Twitter at cbsfantasybb. At Nando CBS, N-A-N-D-O, at CBS Scott White, at Al Melk CBS, A-L-M-E-L-C CBS, and uh, at Adam Azer, A-I-Z-E-R, Facebook.com slash CBS Sports Fantasy Baseball. Bryce Harper with the Nationals. Ryan Zimmerman's on the DL. He's expected to be back May 6th. They've also called up Tyler Moore. Jason Worth is battling a migraine right now, and uh, we'll get to Steve Lombardozzi in a second. He's been playing third. But uh, Harper, Scott, what do you expect right now? Uh, how long? How good? Well, they they're saying, and and by they I mean Nationals management, that Harper is only going to be up till Zimmerman uh, returns. That being said, they said that before Mark DeRosa went on the DL, which then caused Tyler Moore to get called up. But I I still feel like just them saying that is 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 kind of reason to believe that they're they're that Moore is even more likely to stick around than Harper right now, unless Harper just, you know, completely lights it up. But he wasn't performing that well at AAA, and he's still 19, so I I don't expect him to light it up necessarily anyway. Um, Now, it's not like they have a great starter in center field, and we saw Harper start in center. So, I mean, there's a chance Moore and Harper could both stay up playing left and center, which would probably be the best-case scenario in fantasy because it's not like you're getting th- anything out of the Nationals' current left and center fielders. Uh, but I, I, think, I think you absolutely have to own Harper, obviously, because the upside's ridiculous. But I'm not, uh, I'm not getting him in my fantasy lineup in mixed leagues um, right away. I got, I got a theory. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No. On this Harper dogging it in the minors thing, which I, okay. that, is, that is the theory, actually. 
you know, he thought he could make the team. David Johnson publicly is saying he should have made the team. They send you down to Syracuse. You're like, all right, you know, whatever. You know, baseball's a mental game. Maybe he's just screwing around. Yeah. Not thinking he'd be called. To, Scott Boris is his agent. is probably in his ear saying, and this is just all speculation on my part. This, this is just my theory that, you know, <laughs> Super 2 doesn't start until June. You know, don't start, you know, just play your way out. They'll call you up in June, blah, blah, blah. But maybe those minor league numbers are not, at least this year in AAA, are not yeah. the real Bryce Harper. Maybe well, he just yeah, thrives no, I, to do on the big stage. I don't want to make too much of the AAA numbers because there's, there's that theory, which, you know, is, is pretty valid. And, and then it's just a small sample on top of it. So, I, I mean, he, and, and we see players go their whole minor league careers with unimpressive numbers, and then they get to the majors, and they're just as awesome as the scouting reports say they should be. Hanley Ramirez yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. Just that, the slow start in, in the minors combined with his young age, I'm not, I'm not expecting Harper to light it up. I, I'm thinking if, if he does stick, I, I think he'll be around most of the season, and over that long period of time he'll be a, a serviceable mixed league outfielder. But um, I, I, expect, I, I, I expect him to struggle right away, especially if he's just up for a short period of time. Well, what about Tyler Moore? Everybody knows we want to own Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. How eager are you to own Tyler Moore? The only thing, I, I love Tyler Moore, and I've been touting Tyler Moore for a little while. Um, we had him on the show last week, the prospect stuff. He's got this great theory where he's like, I don't care. You know, people start telling me where to put my hands, how to hold the bat. He goes, at a certain point, this is what turned on my power, that I just started swinging and getting angry at the pitcher again, wanting to beat the pitcher. Hmm. And that turned into 31 home runs each of the last two years. So, uh the only thing is, I, I like the idea that Tyler Moore might stay up if Harper goes down. Um, and if he does stay up, I mean, that's a lot of power. He, you know, he's already, he's already got his hit. And he's hitting major league level. I don't think there's much more he could have done at AAA. He, um, he's already 25, too. Yeah, so. he's, he's, he's just at that perfect spot where you want him. I think he's been overshadowed by Harper a little bit, but he's got a lot of power, and he can hit for average, too. Standard mixed league, three outfielders. See on your roster. Not, unless you want to speculate and gamble that you're going to pick up a guy with Nelson Cruzy type numbers who did, without the running. Um, but uh, More of a I stash, you're saying, then? I think he's definitely more of a stash. If you missed out on Harper and Trout, he's, he's definitely a great consolation prize. Okay. I mean, he, he could turn out to be more powerful than both of them. And then Steve Lombardozzi, uh, is he going to get consistent playing time here? Is he someone we should be keeping an eye on? I mean, only till Zimmerman comes off the DL, which doesn't seem like it's going to be a long time. Yeah, uh, May 6th should yeah. be. So, uh, so no. But, you know, those, mid- those middle infielders I mean, keep, keep struggling, and Lombardozzi gets hot. Yeah. No, I mean, Lomb- Lombardozzi's an intriguing fantasy prospect. Not, not a lot of upside in any one department, but just kind of a scrappy player who tends to outperform his ability. And, and those, uh, you know, David Eckstein was a serviceable fantasy player in his, in his prime, and, and Lombardozzi might even be a little better than that. Mike Trout is up. How much? How good and how long? He's going to be up, I think, for good. A, a, between Harper and Trout, Trout is the one who I, if I was prioritizing him, I'd, I'd go after him because they, they cut Bobby Abreu, so that kind of reduced some of the outfield clutter. It's still pretty cluttered with Trumbo playing some left field and, and – um, I feel like I'm leaving somebody out too, but I but I feel like there's a couple bodies they're having to Borges, re- yeah, Borges, Hunter, uh, Vernon Wells, Vernon Wells. Vernon Wells. That's the guy I was leaving out. Yeah. Um, so uh, I I Trout's Trout's not going to play every single day, but he's going to play more often than most of those guys. 
Uh, and they, they recognize they need him in the lineup as much as their offense has struggled so far. So uh, I don't know that I necessarily see a 20 home run season for Trout, but uh, I, I see a decent batting average and, and enough home runs and steals that he's going to be, certainly in a five outfielder league, he's going to be worth starting, I think. Yeah, would, uh, yeah. Go on. Would, well, you dro- think, would you drop Hunter for Trout? Yeah, I would. You would. Um, it's just Trout already had his taste of the major leagues. He kind of he's not coming into this green. You know what I mean? Like they, he's he knows what to expect. He knows what he can and cannot do. Yeah. And I think with that that experience, if you look along the line of these guys who've gotten called up, that's huge. Even like go back to Bernie Williams when he first came up with the Yankees, he wasn't that great. You know, the second year, kaboom, just started hitting. Two star, not two star pitchers. Some of these guys may be two star pitchers in week week six. Well, I cannot talk today. Um, so we we're going to look at these guys who have been pretty good to start the season and sort through the pile here and tell you who you should add: Joe Saunders, AJ Burnett, Chris Capuano, Jake Westbrook, etc. And you know now could be a good time to add them and maybe stash them because a lot of them are pitching Wednesday, which means two starts net next week in fantasy week six. So Joe Saunders, complete game shutout in Miami Friday. He's 2-1 with a 0.90 ERA, and he is at Washington this week. A.J. Burnett, 1-1 with a 1.38 ERA, 15 strikeouts and 13 innings. Uh, You know what? Let's go down the list and tell me if you think these guys are legit or not. Joe Saunders. No. No. A.J. Burnett. Yes. Uh Maybe <laughs> he's at St. Louis this week. I guess we can also do starter I, sit. I think I think Burnett's more worth adding than Saunders for sure. Uh, started this week against St. Louis. He already did well oh, once against them. I would one start week. I I don't think I would. Chris Capuano three and zero with a two seven three ERA and a lot of strikeouts, and he's at the Cubs. Legit or no? I'm saying no for now, but I, I think the strikeouts might be legit. Yeah, that two seventy three ERA could get as high as three seventy three. I think. Uh, Jake Westbrook, three and one, one point three zero ERA. He has Pittsburgh at home. Not even close. He's uh, he's, he's going to have a four fifty ERA. I see Capuano having a higher ERA than Westbrook at the end of the season, but okay. I see Capuano more valuable because of the strikeouts. Drew what? Smiley, Chicago at home, one and zero with a one point two three ERA. Legit or yeah, no? Yeah, I uh, yeah. I mean one twenty three is not obviously right, but right, right. He's a legit pitcher. Um, because he's a rookie and pitched like 125 innings in the minors last year, I see him tailing off at the end of the season. But right now, I think you definitely want to own him. Yankees and Rangers, he's destroyed them both. Yeah. Wei in Chen, 30% ownership, 2-0, 2.22 ERA, 19 strikeouts and 24 in a third. He's at Boston this week. Is Wei in Chen legit? Yeah. I think he is. He throws pretty hard for a left-hander um, and uh, has good control. I uh, I think he needs to be owned in more than 30% of leagues for sure. I like that his strikeout rate has gone down because that's where he met his success. You know, he was 11 strikeouts in 10 innings before, and now he's, he's, he's tailed off a little bit, and that's where he met his success. That's really the type of pitcher he is. That's the type of pitcher right. he is. You don't pick him up for his strikeouts. Uh, after that, it's Derek Lowe, 4-1, 2.27 ERA. Hard, I mean, this guy doesn't get you strikeouts. Yeah, so. no, he's, I'm over Derek Lowe. He's like, what, 38 and... Fell apart last season in Atlanta. Really, the last, all three of his seasons in Atlanta, he had a couple wins in the first two, but otherwise he was not good, and I think he's going to fall apart here. 
He's got Texas this week. Anthony Bass, I watched the Giants-Padres game Saturday night, mostly because I wanted to watch Lincecum. But Bass was really good, and he's 1-3. I mean, that's the problem with a Padres pitcher, but he has a 2-3-0 ERA, strikeout per inning, and he's got those Marlins this week, and they can't hit. Uh, Bass, legit <laughs> or not? He's legit. I picked him up briefly in the podcast league. I had to drop him just to because I had to drop somebody when Tim Hudson came back. But uh, RP eligibility... Uh, and he he throws hard enough that I expect the strikeout rate to continue. He's, he's interesting though that you would drop uh, him for Hudson. You would think maybe Bass has more upside or no? What do you think about well, Hudson? Tim Hudson? <laughs> he, he, could he be great, Tim Hudson? Yeah, he can be great. He was top. Was he top five in Cy Young? I don't think he Am was. I, last I'm year. Two I'm years ago, they were rating yeah. him then. Sorry, but he was st- he was still plenty good. I mean, two hundred. He's not going to get 220 innings because he missed a month, but he's going to have that kind of pace over five months with potentially a sub-3 ERA. Okay, my he's, bad. He's a good pitcher <laughs> still. I'll take the blame for that one. Uh, Wade, Wade Miley, is he legit, Nando? I, I don't think so. I'd, I'd put Bass ahead of him. Okay, and Jemmar Gomez, 1-1, one 2-3-5 one, ERA as Texas this week. I don't trust that at all. So the list is Saunders, Burnett, Capuano, Westbrook, Smiley, Chen, Lowe, Bass, Miley, and Gomez. Give me three you want. Smiley, 100%. Chen, 100%. And then Bass, right below those two. Uh, Burnett. Actually, Burnett and then Bass. Sorry. I'll, I'll uh, go Smiley, Bass, and Burnett a little ahead of Chen. All right, would you drop any of these guys for Smiley, Bass, Burnett, and who was the other one you said? Chen. And Chen, okay. Uh, John Danks? No. I might. Mike Leak? Yes. Yeah, I'd drop Leak for any of them. Max Scherzer? Oh. He's doing more damage than good at this point. He is. And he's, he's giving you negative points in, in these standard leagues. I, I, don't think I'm, I, I don't think I can drop him yet. His stuff is too good for him to be a nibbler. uh, Yeah. But I'd rather, I mean, at the end of the day, though, Smiley might end up with a better season overall than Scherzer anyway. You know, Chen might end up with not as many strikeouts. A.J. Burnett might have the same season. I don't know. I don't know that Smiley, uh, again, it gets back to the innings thing for Smiley. He pitched 120 in the minors last year. He just has one season of minor league underneath him. Right. I, I mean, mean, I'm backing that, you up on this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, he gets to, he hits what, 150, 160 innings. It's going to, if they don't shut him down, he's going to shut himself down because he's going to start giving up hits left and right. So I, I still, I still think Scherzer is, is the safer bet to turn this around. I wouldn't want to stick with him if I had to keep him in my lineup if you're in one of those leagues. But otherwise, I'd stash him and hope for better. It's frustrating to watch him. He's so electric. But he just doesn't seem to have the confidence right now, and he just pitches, tries to pitch on the black, and it's not working for he him. Said, he said his, his four-seam fastball that wasn't working for him felt like a pool cue, which I th- it's such a uh, weird thing to say. You know, why, was it, why is it not working? Well, you know, my, my four-seam, I couldn't feel the seams. It, feel, it felt like a pool cue to me, well, that like is a weird. cue ball. That's, I don't even know what that means. Weird. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I've but never had that problem. <laughs> it's better than R.A. Dickey's water balloons. Yeah, a little bit. All right, three up, three down. Three up number one is Torrey Hunter. He's owned in over 70% of leagues. He hit his first two home runs Friday and Saturday. Now, you said you'd drop him for Trout, Nando. Yeah. Uh, is he worth owning in 70% of leagues? I, c- I could see the argument for it. If he's got some of that power left, he's still 25 home run Torrey Hunter. But 
I don't know. I just I just rather have Trout over a full season than Hunter. I'm not saying. Yeah, I think about seventy percent is good. I right, three up number two is Alex Presley. He's owned in twenty nine percent of leagues. He had a twelve game hitting streak on Sunday, but Scott <laughs> really only fourteen fantasy points last week. So even in a twelve game hitting streak, he's not giving you that much. Yeah, you want a bad offense. Yeah. The Pirates offense is bad. So is. unless Presley can generate his own power, I don't think he's going to amount to much this season. And Jason Kubel, surprisingly owned in 69% of leagues. I thought it would be more than that. Um, we got a fever and we need more Kubel. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> uh, all right, Cooper, Kubel or Trout? Oh, uh, man. I think, I, like, I think you have to go with Trout. Uh, well, you're taking Kubel? Yeah, I'll take Kubel on that one. I the, think, the thing so. about it is I can't see Trout going unowned. I can see Kubel going unowned. You can. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah. But why? I mean, don't you think he's under-owned right now? Uh, maybe. I, I just know with Jason Kubel the last few years, every time you thought he was coming around, he, he didn't. And, and he's out of target field now, and that could make a big difference. That's why, I mean, I had him as a sleeper coming into the season. But uh, I think uh, when you have the upside of Trout there... You can't, you can't pass on Trout. I just don't see how that's possible. Kubelor Suspedis. Mm. I I think Suspedis, and I yeah. was I've been the Suspedis detractor most of the season. Mm, interesting. I'm coming around on him. He's getting steals, and he's hitting. I mean, I was the guy. Yeah, I just like a 250 it. average, but power. Yeah, he's every, power. Yeah. And and he's I think he's even walking a decent amount, striking out a ton still, but not like record setting or anything. All right, three down. Try to get some players that we haven't really talked about too much. Ian Stewart is batting 160. Does he turn it around, or would you drop him for a a Wilson Betamit or a Juan Francisco? I went with a deep league kind of theme here. Because <laughs> w- who the heck would be rostering Ian Stewart in a, yeah. in a standard league? Uh, I'd drop Ian Stewart. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know about it for those two though. That's not a whole lot of a lot to win me over there. See, he's the kind of guy to be gambling on right now in the deeper leagues. Yeah, maybe my borderline, maybe not my twelves, but in like my fifteens, like in tout wars, I think I'd I'd pick up Stewart, start him for a week, put him on the bench until he heats up. I yeah, think he's, he's got the talent. All right, I hope he comes around. How about uh, Paul Goldschmidt? He's been terrible, and he's actually owned in sixty-one percent of leagues. Is it time to drop Paul Goldschmidt? Yeah, way too high, way too high. He hasn't even been they they've been playing Lyle Overbay at first base some. Um. Once that happens, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's official. That, that's, yeah. that's bad news, and, and it's not to say Goldschmidt is a bust now. I mean, there's still there, there's just no reason to own him right now. I don't I don't think uh, anybody's gonna pounce on him if you drop him. You drop him for Chris Davis. I would Chris Davis. Yeah, had a good weekend. Uh, just when I was about ready to write him off, drop him for Garrett Jones, Goldschmidt uh, or Jones. No, I, I don't. I don't think they're almost in the that. same situation. With Jones getting spelled once in a while with, with McGee over at first base. Three down, number three, Russell Martin. Is he worth hanging on to in a one-catcher league? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? I think so. Based on what he's done in his career and last year with the Yankees. Yeah, he'd still be in my top 12. Okay. Probably number 12, but he'd be there. <laughs> <laughs> Rotation time, five pitchers who caught our eye other than the like 15 we already talked about. Jake Arietta. All right, he's struggling a little bit. Nine earned runs over his last two starts, and he's one and two with a 4.45 ERA right now. Scott, you still have hope for Jake Arrieta? 
Not really. I, I, I said on Fantasy Baseball 360 the other day that uh, his last start against Oakland, the one that happened uh, over the weekend, it was Oakland. I mean, if, if he didn't have a good start against them, that would probably end his mixed league relevance. And yeah, I cut him for I cut him in a league after this one. I don't own him in any now, uh, and uh, I think he's just going to be fringe. Pick him up when there's two starts, kind of guy. Drop him for Smiley. Yes. Drop him for Saunders. Mm, only if you were trying to take advantage of Saunders' two start week, not not as a long term thing. All right, Tim Hudson, second in the rotation. Apparently, <laughs> better than I think he is. More <laughs> legit than I think. Well, let me ask you this: Is he is he going to get you a lot of strikeouts? Five innings and six Ks against the Pirates in his season debut. I'm not sure. I would have thought that would have been half of that strikeout total. Yeah, no, he's not a strikeout guy. But it's uh, it's a thing where he pitches so many innings that it, it's an okay total when all said and done. That's not where that's not what you own him for. You own him for innings, wins, and ERA and and WHIP and and that, you know there's there's a lot there to like in Hudson. Yeah, there's plenty of categories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Anibal Sanchez third in the rotation. He struck out 14 Diamondbacks Saturday. And he's one and zero with a two seven three ERA. Is he an elite strikeout guy now? I mean, if you look at last year, he, he had, was incredible. Yeah, he had two hundred strikeouts last year. He was one of the more underrated pitchers coming into the season, which I think uh, at least Al and I were on board with that. Okay, buying. That. I'll, I'll back that up retroactively. Yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. I'm buying that. I think he's an elite strike. Maybe not. I mean, if elite is like five, you know, I wouldn't put him on Jared Weaver level. I'd put him like like just a slight, slight tick below that. All right. Well, uh, wait, Jared. It, it's funny you you bring up Jared Weaver because Al's always contended Jared Weaver not a strikeout guy, and that's why he doesn't like him. Right. So, I, I yeah, Jared Weaver, I see a seven point five per nine. On a ball, I think is legitimate strikeout per inning guy. So I I guess I would put him actually above Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. How about this, Anibal Sanchez or next guy in the rotation, Jake Peavy, who has thrown two consecutive complete games? Let's say I'll, I'll default to Scott here, man. He's been loving Peavy lately. He made a big turn on him. Yeah, Peavy is he's uh, legit undrop. Uh, well, obviously undroppable, unsittable right now. I think he's got uh, his one game against. Oh uh, man, the Detroit this week, which seems like a good lineup. Um, mm, they, but they haven't. Well. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't been outside from Cabrera, and, and Fielder's been okay. Uh, yeah, uh, PV's every week. I'm starting. I, I think he's pretty much back to being a top 25 guy. So who'd you rather own? San- who'd you rather have, Sanchez or PV? Uh, Sanchez, because of health factors. Sure, really. All right, rotation spot number five, Tim, L- Tim Lincecum, uh, eight innings Saturday against San Diego, no earned runs, four walks, five strikeouts, three hits. What do you think? Uh, I don't know which way to go with Tim Lincecum right now, to be honest, man. I mean, every time you think he does well, someone has to bring up, oh, he walked, oh, he didn't strike out enough guys, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure I buy that he's hurt anymore. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on with him. To be, I, to, I honestly have no idea, and I read up on him, and I do all the research yeah. I can. And it's just one of those weird things that I cannot explain for the life of me. I thought it was an overrated start, just you know, yeah. based on the numbers, kind of like his last one. 
Um, but he's still, still eight innings. Yeah, but that's no the thing. runs. It was against the Padres. I watched yeah. it, and he's throwing 88 miles per hour. He's yeah. not getting guys out the, with his fastball. The thing about it is, Lincecum, I don't think anybody was of the belief Lincecum's just going to be a disaster all season. He had some disastrous starts. He, he's going to have enough of these starts that he'll still be right. a solid fantasy option, but he's not going to be. I, 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 I'm worried he's not going to be the ace still that you wanted him to be. Yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. I mean, maybe he's good enough where he can use his breaking pitches to get these guys out and figure out a way to get through it. If he's hurt, he shouldn't be pitching. If he's hurt with bad hips right now, he's probably overcompensating something with his arm, and it's going to come crumbling down. You're 100% right. All right, closer updates here. Looks like Santiago Casilla is the guy. We could say that in San Francisco, right? Four saves and four chances. Yes. He's the guy. All right, what's the latest on Kyle Farnsworth? Fernando Rodney has been really good. He's like the forgotten man. I don't think we, I don't think we see too many updates. Every update on Farnsworth, though, soon, you know, right. soon, soon. But I don't think June, July has just really changed from. from oh, I thought it was May. supposed to be May. It's supposed to be back soon, no? Really? Yeah, no. I think uh, I, I don't think I'd heard June or July. I think that was. Are you thinking Storin or? No, or I was you, just. You thinking Farnsworth? I'm just guessing on Farnsworth. I, I mean, thought I heard he was May, supposed but, to come back. Soon. <laughs> yeah, I guess we don't, I don't have think... an update on Farnsworth. Yeah. But, uh, but the thing about it is I don't think he necessarily is guaranteed to retake the role from Rodney as well as he's pitching. I mean, it's not like Farnsworth has this incredible track record as a closer. Yeah, it was a fun game last night. Did you guys catch the end of that? No. Fun ninth inning, man. It was pouring. There was thunder and lightning. There were apparently like 15,000 people left in the stands in, te- in uh, Texas. And they were going crazy. And they loaded the bases down by three with two outs and then like a soft liner back to well, Rodney. What's, <laughs> what's the thing with Rodney shooting the arrow up in the air? Is that what he does? Every time. It looks like that's what he's doing. I, I don't know if he's that. playing Hunger Games or what. <laughs> <laughs> we got to find that out. <laughs> that's great. Uh, Brad Lidge is on the DL, so it's all Henry Rodriguez for now. And Javi Guerra struggling, but Don Mattingly says he's still the closer. However, Kenley Jansen got the save Friday and Sunday. Thoughts on that situation? I tend to believe Don Mattingly's word above all. Yeah. <laughs> and everything. I mean, this is le- uh, he seems to be getting less emphatic every time he comments. <laughs> That's kind of true. <laughs> like, I, after Garrett, because uh, Guerra had another rough outing, I guess it was in between Saturday. Right? Yeah, Saturday, Saturday yeah. And uh, Mattingly said he had no swag. That's right. So we talked to him. He wants him to get his swag back. He left the er part out of it. That's (laughs) why he loves Don Mattingly. He needs swag. Scott, I'm sorry you didn't grow up uh, in New York, New Jersey, because Don Mattingly would be your hero, and you'd you'd understand how awesome that is. Yeah. (laughs) He has no swagger. I didn't really grow up in New York, New Jersey either. A Yankees fan. I I know, but he's not my hero. I'm a Jeter guy, you know? It's a different generation. No, man. You're not that much younger than me. I'm six years younger. No. So, Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> My brother's a Don Mattingly guy. Um, Fair enough. Kenley Jansen, though, he's owning 61% of leagues. People see something coming here. I mean, if, if you right. need a closer, this makes sense. No. Yeah, Look, no, to a degree. I mean, I've, I've been backing Guerra pretty much all season and preseason, so I'm not going to back off from him now. He needs to get his swag back, <laughs> he's honestly. Not, he's not ineffective yeah. right now, though. He hurt his foot when he yeah. was moving, when he was twisting to get out of the way of the ball that eventually hit him in the face. I don't think Uh-oh. he just randomly hurt his foot there, in that play that you know. Yeah, there's there. He's hurting. His confidence is a little shaken. I, I still think he has the stuff to be a very effective closer, and I 
and I think Mattingly's trust is still in him. And Frank Francisco, is he in trouble with the Mets? His ERA is over seven. He blew his first save of the season Sunday. And you got to love baseball. You blow the save. Your team wins in extra innings. You get the win. <laughs> so it wasn't all bad, but he's struggling right now. There was a John Roush surge early last week, maybe about 10 days John ago. Roush, uh, Ramon Ramirez got the save here, and I think he could be an effective closer if given a shot. So I think Fran- Frank Francisco is legitimately in trouble. He's not great to begin with, and they have other options. Let's look at injuries, news, and notes here. Josh Hamilton, day-to-day with back stiffness. This is what worries you. It seemed pretty harmless yesterday, and he goes back to the dugout holding his back. Uh, oh, Jordan Walden. That should have been in the closer situation. I forgot about this one. He was replaced by Scott Downs for now as the Angels' closer. He could use a little swag. What's going on there? <laughs> uh, yeah, he want, Mike Sosha said he wanted Walden in uh, lower pressure situations for now. Uh, I, Scott Downs, I had always heard he didn't really want to close, but I, yeah, he's closing now, and he did a good job of it the other day. I, I don't see this as a long-term arrangement just because of, of both of those factors, but... Uh, you, you got to own downs for now. I think you stash Walden if, if it's a league where all the closers are owned. Um, and, and then just see what happens. Would you drop Walden for Kenley Jansen? Yeah. You would? I'm not sure I would. I'd try to find someone else that I could jettison to have them both. Delman Young on the restricted list. This is a weird, weird story. Seems a little... It would seem a little unlikely that they would just throw him back in the lineup on Tuesday. But uh, we'll see what happens with Delman Young. Uh, anyway, that's kind of a crazy story. Jeremy Guthrie on the DL. Guillermo Moscoso replaced him and struggled Saturday. Is he the temporary replacement for Guthrie, or will it be someone else? I would guess they'd go with Moscoso, uh, but I don't know. He's going to have success in Coors Field, a fly ball pitcher like that. Yeah, I, I see this being a disaster. That was in his defense of like an emergency spot start. Like, get out there, Guthrie's out. I mean, he didn't have much time to really yeah. do much in preparation. Uh, Drew Pomerantz left Friday's start, but he's scheduled to make his start this week, this Wednesday. Andre Torres should be back today. Danny Duffy should pitch Thursday against the Yankees. Shinsu Chu has been out. You're going to want to check on him. He's got a hamstring injury. I think he's missed five games in a row. Freddie Garcia to the bullpen because he's bad. And David Phelps. I like David Phelps. He's got to start this week. I believe it's against the Royals. Anybody interested in David Phelps will most likely be a short-term thing. But I would say if Phil Hughes keeps struggling, it might not be a short-term thing. What do you think, Scott? Short-term thing with Garcia going back? In no, the Pettit. Or you just with Pettit. Pettit. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, Phelps is worth a flyer in AL only for sure. Uh, deeper than that, I probably want it. But AL only. Okay. Give it a shot. Uh, well, let's go back to our list of pitchers from before. Would you pick up Phelps or Derek Lowe? Phelps. I'd take Lowe. Okay. Nick Swisher, hamstring injury. He will miss at least a few games. Could go on the DL. You're looking at Ibanez and Andrew Jones to get playing time, but Brett Gardner eligible to come off the DL Thursday. Brandon Edge reportedly will sign with the A's. Uh, Johnny Damon expected to join Cleveland Tuesday. Is anybody caring about either of those two news items? Yeah. <laughs> I think Inge, Inge Slots is the starting third baseman for, for Oakland. And but what, is he going to hit 200? Oh, I mean, you know. <laughs> is he really going to – because they got Luke Hughes there too. I think they soured on Luke Hughes after his first game when <laughs> he made 1,000 errors. <laughs> but I, I, I Maybe. Think, I, don't, I don't think Inge is good enough to play every day, and I – 
I don't know that that's what they're thinking. And the theory that I read was that Inge doesn't perform well as a role player. He, he's right. his, his strength is starting every day and playing every day. I don't know if Oakland would have would have picked him up knowing that you're picking up a guy who's going to be crap in a in a platoon. I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's that's just my my guess. No, I mean that's, o- what, that's just kind of of anybody. <laughs> they haven't picked up Bobby Abreu yet. They haven't, and that's yet. Yeah, yet. not yet. Uh, Ryan happening. Dempster will likely come off the DL this week and make his start. You're going to want to check on Paul Conerco, Kevin Euclid, and Carlos Lee. They've got some annoying injuries. You know, watch Bobby Abreu go to Boston. Just watch him go to Boston and start He's hitting home runs against the He's still got some decent baseball get left in him, don't you think? Yeah, I think he does in the right role. All right, emails, fantasybaseball at cbsinteractive.com. Dan from Chicago, 5 by 5 auction league with keepers. Should I trade Roy Halladay for $23 and Shinsu Chu for 30 for Joey Votto for 11 and Chris Sale for 10 Halladay and Chu for Votto and Sale. Yeah. Saving a lot of money. Yeah, it's worth it just for Votto, $11. Holy cow. Nice, That's, all right. Yeah. I don't think you can look at dollar values this early, though. I wouldn't make the trade. Th- I mean, it's yeah, still yes, but with the dollar values, it's, how, it's, how are you? How are you not keeping Votto? I'm just saying at this point, at this point in the year, you know, you're, pl- you're still playing to win. You don't look at these ten dollars versus twenty three dollars, man. You look at holiday well, versus sale. Okay, and I, I get your Votto. point. But but yeah, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just yeah. saying here's a little here's a little nugget of advice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here for, Nando. Don't let these dollar values influence <laughs> that far ahead. <laughs> Uh, this is Jordan in Calgary. What are your guys' thoughts on Chris Davis? Is he a post-type sleeper this year with consistent playing time? Yeah, and third base eligibility. People forget that about Chris Davis. I, I blew it. I, I had some chances to pick him up, and I blew it. Well, look, he's not the solidest of picks yet. Yeah, I'm not going yeah. all in on him, but he's uh, – what was the scenario we had before? Mm. Davis or Smoke? I'll make up an oh, answer right one. now. That one, yeah. yeah right, Gold, go Goldschmidt or Davis? Like, I mean, if you're if you're still if you're still messing around with a Goldschmidt type player or a Smoke type player, give Davis a shot. See if it see if it lasts. How about a Trumbo type player? I would I would own him over Trumbo. I, I still don't trust the playing time with Trumbo. That's a situation where I'd just try to have both of them. And, and, that's and not an Jettison. option. <laughs> Come on, man. There's always an option. There's always that's someone that's not I could an drop. option. I dropped Kenley Jansen for Trumbo to pick up uh, Chris Davis. Kenley Jansen. I, I dropped Kenley Jansen <laughs> to have both Trumbo and Davis. Well, I've gone too deep not into on your, your roster. Mind. I've gone too deep into your mind. <laughs> I'm just saying, I take. I, I drop someone like that to have both of them on my team. All right, okay. fine, fine. Mike from Fresno. Dear fantasy, sweet and sour pork. <laughs> Thoughts on sweet and sour pork, guys? What do you think? What's your Chinese food of choice? Uh, I'm not. I'm not usually into the sweet and sour. I, I don't think I'm into it, and then I try it, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty <laughs> it's good. good. It is. Good. I, I, I just don't think I could eat a whole like. It's plate almost of it all good. Yeah, I'm a sesame chicken guy. What about you? I, I do a whole different thing. I get uh, we get the, the beef lo mein, and then a bunch of appetizers. Like some ribs, oh, some chicken wings. That's interesting. Some uh, dumplings. Chicken wings from a Chinese Fried place? chicken wings. From, oh, they're delicious. Really? You get a little oh, nub. Oh, yeah. They, they, you get a little I'm, nub hanging off, I'm too. down with that. They're, you know what I mean? They got good. the wing, the leg, and then the little nub hanging <laughs> off. Yeah. But, let me, dude, Florida Chinese food is expensive. It's New York gr- is it's really good, though. Yeah, so is New York's. New, New York, New York, you New cannot Jersey's. get cheap Chinese food in New York. Oh, please, for, yes, that's you good. can. That, yeah, not you that's can. good. I, I used to order from a place in, in, in Edgewater, New Jersey. Oh, well, I'm not that, that like, Edgewater, New Jersey. It's not New but York. But look, it's five ninety five. <laughs> I'm going to say five ninety five for beef lo mein, 
And here it's like nine ninety five. Like they're it's they're quality. pulling some big trick on it. It's not quality. It's crap. I hated it. <laughs> All right, Mike. I hate, I hate Florida Chinese food. I right, get the hell out of here. All right, goodbye. You just made a trade in it. No, nah, but come on, come on. Come All on. right, fine. I uh, just made a trade in a ten team mixed league. Let me know what you think. I'm getting Longoria, giving up Tommy Hansen and Adrian Beltre. No, I'm sorry to do this after his trade, but I don't like that. I don't like it either. Sorry, buddy. Phil in <laughs> Philadelphia. Just traded away Chris Perez in my 12-team head-to-head 6x6 categories league. I was wondering who I should pick up in hopes of picking up saves somewhere down the line. The next-in-line guys like Benoit, Matt Thornton, Vinny Pistano, Scott Downs. Well, Scott Downs. I'm sure he's gone in that league yeah. by now. All he's... right, Benoit, Thornton, Pistano. Anyone else come to mind? I bet you Thornton's gone too. Well, Thornton... I overheard some office. He did get a save. Today. Yeah, he did get a save. He, I kind of feel like we should have discussed oh, him. I'm sorry, too, yeah. But hit, hit me with that. Well, that's but, how we uh, brought v- it into Ventura, the conversation. Robin Ventura says Santiago's still the closer. He just like the matchups Thornton had Sunday or, or whatever. I I kind of feel like the White Sox are up in the air now, and Thornton's not necessarily the guy, but he is the best bet over Benoit and and Pestano right now. Yeah, I agree. Ray in San Francisco, if we're going to have a weekly battle of the Chens, shouldn't there be a weekly battle of the Smurfs? Which pickup do you like better this week, Smiley or Duffy? <laughs> Those are both really Smurf. Yeah, well, they could be Smurf names, you know, Smiley Smurf and, and Duffy Smurf. Uh, personally, I love the image of a Smurf chugging Homer Simpson's Duff beer better than a Smurf that just can't stop smiling. And Danny Duffy has a great strikeout ratio, too. So who do you like, Smiley or Duffy? Smiley. Duffy... So he's experiencing elbow pain, and I still don't think he's completely secure in that job. I'm with you, I'm with you on the elbow thing, and I'm with you on Smiley. Real um, quick, we're going to end it here. i got to cut you off. Sorry. Oh, come on, Azer. Swinging for the fences in Chicago has this question. He has great depth at the corners but needs steals. I've been offered a trade of Starlin Castro and Dan Heron for either Votto or Longoria and Zach Cozart. So getting Castro and Heron, giving up Cozart, and then either Votto or Longoria. Do you do it? I'm not crazy about that. No, I, I wouldn't want to give up Votto or Longoria in that deal. No, they're, they're too good. Yeah. All right. Well, we're done for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Send us your questions, fantasybaseball at cbsinteractive.com. Put podcast in the subject line. And keep it real. <laughs>